Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Auburn Express. Powered by The War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, The Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. All right, gentlemen. Let's get to it. Auburn faces the Maryland Terrapins. This upcoming Saturday, 1 p.m. on ABC. Auburn is actually favored in this game. We see the over and under there. So we're expecting points at least in the 20s for this game. ESPN's Football Power Index gives Auburn a 52.4% chance of winning. We have met before. Auburn has met them before. Auburn leads the series all-time 2-1. to one. It's been a while since they last met. 1983, Auburn happened to win, happened to have won that game. How do we feel about this game with all of the opt-outs? Uh, with the biggest opt-out or the biggest news, uh, it was announced recently that... Um, Talia Tagovailoa decided mm-hmm. to opt out of this game, really changing things for Maryland. That means that they will be playing two QBs, Cameron Edge and Billy Edwards, who between the three, the two of them have thrown a total of 13 passes this upcoming season. Obviously, that allows you to feel good about uh, what Auburn will be able to do defensively. Uh, Auburn has some opt-outs of its own on the defensive side of the ball. How do we feel about the matchup with Maryland's offense versus Auburn's defense? I'll start with you, Ike. Um, Maryland's offense, I don't even know what to expect without their starting quarterback. He has been so much of their offense um, for three seasons now. And without him, I don't know what that offense looks like. I know what kind of concepts they want to run because – Loxley is Loxley, right? He's going to be running what he runs. Right. But 
Is that quarterback able to execute with the same level of proficiency? I don't have a first clue. Um, Auburn's not really, you know, missing a ton on defense. If I don't know if Simpson is going to actually get clear to play from a health standpoint. He, they, you know, reported that he's been practicing, trying to get it together. But um, and then you are, of course, losing Marcus Harris. Um, DJ James playing? He's not playing, is he? No, you're not. You don't have DJ James. You don't have Nehemiah Pritchett on the outside. Right. Keontae Scott supposed to be playing some outside corner. You will see. Um, what's the young guy's name? Can Lee out there a little bit. Um, and then you'll probably see some freshmen get rotational snaps out on the outside as well. So that's going to be a thing. But again, like, can you exploit it with a quarterback who hasn't played? I don't know. I, I, I really right. don't know what to expect from that. They don't run the ball particularly well or a lot. I won't say well. They don't run it a lot. So that would be a more of an issue for me if they were a, a big run team and we don't have our big run stopper in the middle in Marcus Harris. Mm. Uh, I'd be more concerned there. But yeah, I, I just I don't know what to expect. So I'm going to say Auburn's going to beat the crap out of them. <laughs> By default. Yeah. Uh, I expect a lot of pressure for my defensive coordinator in this game. I expect us to bring a ton of yeah. pressure given the lack of experience uh, under center by Maryland. Um, I expect us to throw the sink at them. Uh, Mike G, what's your thoughts about the matchup between Auburn's defense uh, versus Maryland's offense? Uh, well, uh, no tackle of Iola. Close enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't Tag nail it. Viola. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tag your viola. <laughs> um, I I still like Auburn's defense in this one. Uh, you can't. We just can't ignore key players opting out of kind of these these mid tier bowl games. I think Auburn has a marked advantage in this one. Um, they have a, a, a lot to play for going into the season. And I think Hugh Freeze is going to be highly motivated for this one. Ron Roberts has fielded a good defensive scheme this year. I think that continues in this bowl game. Now, there's some key pieces are opting out because of the senior bowl. But Auburn has some young guys, man. You guys talked about guys like Ken Lee who have a chance to like step up in this one uh, and show you know what the future looks like on that side of the ball. I can see them having a hard time moving the ball through the air on Auburn on Saturday. So I, I like the Tigers to win that part of this matchup. Dominate this part, that part of this matchup. Mm, mm. Be will your thoughts, man. I'm looking at Maryland's record over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Every there's a lot of men in that conference. Y'all, y'all already made that point. We were talking about Michigan, but they still lost to some people, scoring very few points. Like Michigan, they actually put up a fight. They lost 31-24. They beat Nebraska 13 to 10. This is with a fourth year starter, third or fourth year starter in Tagovailoa, who's not playing. Penn State, they got routed 51 to 15. Just weird score. That's really weird. They lost to Northwestern. Breaks off of them. (laughs) Northwestern lost uh, a grip of people once their head coach got fired, and they turned in a good season. But, I mean, you're talking about a talent disparity. With an experienced quarterback, you're losing to teams who you're more talented than. Mm. I don't know Mm. how you lose that much experience at quarterback and still compete. Now, again, Maybe if there is a gym on that bench at quarterback, right? Somebody who we never saw, but he wasn't experienced enough. We know coaches like to go with experience, but he's just been chomping at the bit and he's talented. 
Can they come out here and surprise you? Of course. Of course they can. They can, right? No, I, I don't I don't really like that for them. I don't like their prospects against our defense to echo what Mike has already said. We are talented, but we are also we had the good fortune to get a lot of guys snaps this season. Uh, the time that Keontae Scott was on the bench, Kay and Lee had to come in because Nehemiah Pritchett was out. We've had some good practices with these new pieces that didn't get to play a lot of the year, uh, according to all the reports about practice and whatnot. I don't expect this defense to miss that much of a beat. Mm. I don't. But their offense lost way too much. You, you can't lose. I think their starting running back also hit the portal and their running game went that good anyway. Like I said, yeah, they will... We should have an advantage in this regard here. Our defense, their all, their offense, it should be advantage over there. I'm gonna miss Marcus Harris though. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm gonna miss him, man. Wow. But thanks to him, Auburn guy. Uh, is Donovan? Yes. Playing this? He's he is playing. Oh, all oh, right, all oh, right. I like the, the secondary is in good hands between him and Keontae. I the, I think the secondary will be fine. Um. Let's let's flip the field and talk offense. Um, looking at some of the stats with the Maryland Terrapins, they're allowing 23 points per game, good for 47th in the nation, ninth in the Big Ten. Rushing defense, they're allowing almost 130 yards per game, 33rd in the nation, 6th in the Big Ten, and they're allowing a little over 200 yards per game through the air. Their yards to get on the ground, and even through the air for Auburn with this offense. Uh, how do we feel about this offense beginning to find itself a little bit as the season went on? Uh, I'll start with you, Mike G. What's your thoughts just overall in terms of what you expect to see with uh, with Auburn? I've, I've been asked this question a ton this week. Uh, what to expect from Auburn's offense in this one? Hugh Freeze has said that he's riding with Peyton Thorne. I think this is a good opportunity for him to kind of take the reins off Peyton Thorne a little bit in this one and show some, like try to figure out what you need to work on going into the spring and how you can move this offense forward in 2024. Um, I, you know, while I don't have high hopes for Auburn's schedule in terms of win-loss next year, um, I still think they can move the needle in terms of progress toward moving a little closer toward what Hugh Freeze is going to want to run and how he's going to want to run his offense. Now, what does that look like? It looks like a quarterback with 30-plus throws a game. Which, by the way, Payne Thorne was accustomed to before he came to Auburn. <laughs> so, but the receiver position, yeah, oh, man, um, Malcolm Johnson hit the portal. You know, uh, I think uh, Shane Hooks is opting out of this one, right? He hit the portal. <laughs> uh, no, Shane Hooks is, Shane Hooks and Nick Mardner were practicing. They're going to play. It okay, is, okay, um, yeah. Shorter. I, I thought, short, shorter, yeah, shorter's yeah, the one, short, the, shorter's the, one yeah. the portal, right? Yeah. Um, not much of a contributor, uh, but you still have Jay Fair or Rivaldo Fairweather that I would hope they would try to get the ball to. And show these young guys that you, you brought in the best receiver class in the country. Guys, this is not even debatable. They brought in the best receiver class in the country. And, and show these guys why they committed to Auburn. You know, you, you have to try to do it. I have questions about whether they will 
try to run some semblance of the offense that looks closer to what Hugh Freeze wants to do long term or whether they're just going to try to win this one and stack the dub and move on. (laughs) However that looks. It feels like the latter is what they did a lot of this season. Jarquez Hunter, I would expect him to be featured heavily in this one. If they can establish the run and control the clock, this is not a meaningless game for Auburn. I don't. I can't speak for Maryland in terms of how much this game means, but I'm telling you, finishing with an above 500 record in year one definitely means a lot for Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. So, offensively, what I want to see is them let Peyton Thorne air it out. Give these receivers a chance to either shine or prove why you <laughs> attacked receivers so heavily you know, uh, uh, in recruiting. But what I, I, my, my head tells me that this might be like a ground control kind of game, which in my head makes it a little bit more scoring than I think most would like. So a little bit less scoring. Yeah. 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 Like it's going to be like, it's going to be lower scoring on Auburn's side than, than most would like, uh, if they decide to go that route. So, mm. I, th- I still think Auburn can rack up close to 400 yards of offense in this one. I think it can be close to 400 yards of offense at this one, if, if not more, if, if the ball bounces right a few times. But it's really going to be about can they move the ball through the air. That was their Achilles heel all season. You know, I'd like to see them at least try in this bowl game. With, whether they will or not, you know, to kind of answer your question, I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether they'll... They'll try that. You know, it, there's two trains of thought here, right? Try to put something exciting out there and let those guys go out there and have fun or play conservative and try to win by controlling the clock if you can. I don't know which one you guys think they'll do, but I'm kind of leaning toward ball control, stack the W, get out with a win any way you can. What you think, B? Mm, I'm looking at the 2022 game, Maryland versus Michigan State. So that Maryland defense has seen Peyton Thorne a couple times. They played in 2021 as well. 2021 uh, actually had a great game. It was 22 of 30 passing, 287 yards, four touchdowns, one INT. You had a guy named Kenneth Walker tote the rock for 143 yards, which is crazy. <laughs> Jaden Reed, the receiver, uh, also receiver, 114 yards. So he, he definitely had the targets last season. It didn't go quite as well. They threw it a lot more, but I think their offensive line was actually really bad last season. So you really didn't have much as far as a run game. You had to throw it to try to make a difference in the game. They only scored 13 points, 27 of 44 for 221 yards. Even if his reps are up, if his numbers are up, to your point, Mike, he was like, I want to see them air it out. I don't think that's to our advantage. I think we kind of have to play a ground control game because we don't have the targets necessarily, at least not the ones that the staff trusts and that the quarterback trusts. And if you don't have it, you got to do what you're good at. We got a guy in Jarquez who still hasn't made his decision reportedly, at least not officially. I think they're going to feature him. They're going to feature him, feature Damari, because as every coach now bemoans, the minute that the season's over, you are playing the retention game. You are re-recruiting your players. And I can't think of a worse <laughs> side of your running backs like, hey, thanks for coming back. Yeah, you're not going to get much, much touch this game. Man, use what you know. Do what's good for the team. We had our best shot to win that Iron Bowl because we put the ball on the ground and we kept it on the ground. We controlled clock. We got a lead. 
I think that's our best offense. That's our best offense right now with the targets that we have. It's not that we shouldn't be able to throw the ball some. I mean, Fairweather's still here. He gets his mitts on the on the ball and he keeps holds the ball in his hands, man. He can make some big plays. Jay, Jay Fair still on this roster. Caleb Burton was playing better towards the end of the season. We've got enough guys to make a play at some point. And again, we don't think our defense is going to give up that many points because who? where's their offense coming from? I think we have an advantage. Maybe in continuity is, is the, the biggest advantage I think we have. The familiarity now with what to do and what not to do with this quarterback, running back, wide receiver. Like, they know what they can and can't do now. I don't know if that means it's going to necessarily work, but they know what they can and can't do. I expect this to be somewhat of a home game for Auburn, being that it's Nashville. You know, Auburn, uh, what do they call it, Jordan here, <laughs> North or or whatever it is. They already took over one stadium in that in that in that city. This this uh, yeah. I I can't say I have the utmost confidence in the passing game because I mean, how could we? We haven't seen anything this season to give us confidence in the passing game. But what we have seen is. The run game really found itself, I'd say, starting in November, and we didn't really let up. The run game was the key to moving the ball, keeping the ball on the ground, and gaining yards and, and possessing the ball to keep it away from the other team. If the defense does kind of does its job, it should be an easy victory. Not because we're that much better than Maryland, but because I think we have an advantage on either side that would allow us to control the game. That, that could mean it's a four-point win. That could mean it's a 10-point win. But I definitely don't think we should be outclassed on either side of the ball. So, and that includes our offense and their defense. Jarquez Hunter needs 135 yards to eclipse the thousand yard mark. I, oh yeah. Does oh, he you get think it? about that? Does he get it? Oh uh, yeah, I think they're going to try to feed Jarquez. They're they're going to at least attempt to do it. I don't. I'm not in fear of the Maryland rush defense that much. Um, but what I will say is the the thing that worries me about this game. I'm going to put any doubt in the minds of the Auburn fans. Um, The thing that worries me about this game is Maryland's proclivity so far this season for forcing turnovers. Proclivity. I love Their Mm -hmm. defensive coordinator is a, he's a, he, he likes to give you multiple looks and switch up, you know, the picture on you and that sort of thing. Um, So I, I do worry a little bit about whether or not we are ready to attack them through the air but I also think that because they play this very bend but don't break style defense, that Auburn is going to attempt to. I, I, I see a, a steady diet of run, running with both the quarterback and running backs in this game to make Maryland have to figure out how to. Especially if you're playing with tempo, it makes it difficult for them to switch in and out of defenses like they want want to. If you're mm-hmm. playing tempo, if they're going to run tempo in this one, it could get bad for Maryland. It really could. Um, but. If, if we're going to slow it down and give them a chance to change up their looks and confuse Peyton Thorne, um, that could be a problem because, again, they've had a – now, they they are without probably their best cornerback on this team in this game as well. So they're not going to have their starting quarterback. They're not going to have one of their best defensive backs in this game. And I think that they're missing a rotational linebacker in this game too. So um, – Having said all of that, they have a lot of inexperience in key places, so we'll see how it pans out. But I do think that Jarquez Hunter gets to that number, or at least they're going to try to get him there.